For many people, sharing your faith can be intimidating. This week on Creation Magazine Live, we've got Henry DeRusse, an open-air evangelist, and he's going to give practical tips for how to share your faith. This is the audio podcast version of our TV show. Both of them are produced by Creation Ministries International. Welcome to Creation Magazine Live. My name is Calvin Smith. And I'm Richard Fangrad. And today we're going to be talking about uh, practical evangelism tips. That's right. And we've got a special guest, uh, Henry DeRusse. And uh, Henry's the uh, Canadian National Director of what used to be called Open Air Campaigners. So you've had a, a name change, Henry. Right. Well, we're uh, OAC Ministries. Just, we're keeping OAC. Right. Uh, everyone knows this is Open Air Campaigners in the 32 countries that we're in. Uh, but we're doing uh, Outreach and Church Ministries, keeping the OAC acronym. But uh, Outreach and Church Ministries uh, has really described what we've been doing for the last 122 years. Wow. And uh, so we're not changing what we're doing. It's just a lot of people think of us only as strictly open-air gospel preaching, but we have done so much more right. uh, in all these countries. So Yeah, great. And so, of course, we've known each other for many years. For and, sure. Uh, and, and you were our first speaker here in Canada. And, uh, it was, for CMI. It was you and me for CMI uh, back then. And... Uh, uh, I've had some wonderful times. Now, you you um, you didn't always speak in the open air. You weren't always an evangelist. You right. started off as a teacher, as a science teacher. Right. So let's let's talk about what caused what was the the impetus in your life that caused the transition from a successful career as a science teacher to somebody who goes out and shares Christ on on sidewalks and parks and that kind of thing. Right. Well, uh, it's right. You're right. I. I didn't start out, uh, you know, going to Bible college and then just, you know, doing uh, evangelism. Uh, right. This is like a, a second career for me, sort yeah. of. Um, basically, I heard a, 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 I finished my two degrees in science and, and taught high school chemistry for years, several years in Ottawa, and I heard this creation speaker, uh, he, and actually two, uh, one from Australia, one from California, and they were sort of back-to-back a, week, a couple of weeks uh, separated yeah, it was, from it was each other. Dwayne Gish. Dwayne Gish and, and Carl, Carl Whelan. Whelan, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, first and you were time, already a believer. I was a point. believer. You were a believer. Uh, yes, I was a believer. Uh, I knew that Jesus was my Savior, but I wasn't grounded in the Word. I mean, I, okay. I, I, you know, I was yeah. joking with Cal earlier. I, w- I would call myself Christian light. <laughs> you know, if anything, you know. Uh, and so uh, when... The, when uh, when these creation peop- uh, speakers uh, came and, and uh, they had a book table at the back and, and I, that's the first time in my life I ever uh, knew, uh, they, they convinced me that the Bible is true from the very first verse. And, uh, you know, that uh, fossils are evidence for Noah's flood and so on. And it's like the shackles fell off my eyes and I realized if, that, if the Bible is true from the very first verse, by George, I can't keep that to myself. I need to t- tell mm. others that the Bible's true and that the God of the Bible, the Creator, became our Savior and He came for a purpose. And to seek and to save that which is lost. So that began. That was the impetus for me to to start uh, evangelism. Okay, and then yep. preaching preaching in the open air. How did that How did that start? Well, there was a guy in our church, a, a big church in in Ottawa, uh, and he uh, he was a kind of the associate pastor, but also a full time missionary with this organization called uh, Open Air Campaigners. And okay. he yeah. uh, and he uh, he would do these sketchboard gospel messages, and he was saying, "Hey, I need volunteers to uh, uh, to just to be part of our crowd." Well, I was terrified to do any evangelism, I'll be honest with you. Uh, and so I well, didn't... That, that, I mean, that probably describes the majority of, uh, of people watching and stuff. We're, I think so. To share our faith, that's, uh, that's, and especially in, in the open air, out in, you know, in, in a public setting, sidewalk or whatever. And yeah, So that was you as well. That was me. I mean, even though I was a teacher used to standing up in front of, of uh, 
a classroom, people say, oh, it's easy, a piece of cake for you. Well, it's, it's one thing to say, okay, class, turn to uh, page 43 of your chemistry textbook. It's another thing to talk about the things of, 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 uh, of, of, of the Lord. I mean, that's, it's, a entire, it's, it's different when war. you have a controlled environment and you're in charge versus... Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And so we didn't, I didn't start out uh, as soon as I, I volunteered. I'm preaching... Yeah. Oh, Yeehaw, let's go. No way. <laughs> and so for six full months, at least, I just was a crowd, just listening to the guy. He, you know, we'd have a little sketchboard and I brought kind of a sample, right. a, a miniature sample. So we, he'd, the, way, the way they do it for the last uh, 122 years is that we have a little easel and we set it up and we, we illustrate straight, you know, kind of like Jesus talked about parables. He did, he taught in parables. We do the same thing. We take redemptive analogies and Bible stories and we, and, uh, yeah, and that and so draws that, a crowd. That draws a crowd. And you were, I were, I part was of part of the crowd. crowd. You I, weren't the person, you're just part of the crowd. And yeah. yep, that was, that's how I started. I didn't hand out tracks or anything. I just was listening. I, I this was, this was new for <laughs> yeah. me. And, and uh, you related a story to me about somebody who asked you a question. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. Uh, uh, I was part of the crowd, and then after, you know, say six months or whatever, um, this one Muslim guy was listening, uh, you know, uh, so what we do is like I stand a few feet from the board, and then the crowd gathers behind you. No one wants to be the first to stop and listen. So all they right. need is someone with a pulse, and that was me. I was the guy <laughs> with the pulse, right? And so uh, he, this Muslim guy was standing, and others were standing by listening. And he didn't know I was part of the team. It's not like we all wore T-shirts. Hi, I'm part of the open-air preaching team. Yeah, right, you know. right, yeah, yeah. And so he said, uh, do you believe what this guy is saying about Jesus? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. Well, well, why? He said, why do you believe that Jesus is the Son of God? Well, I froze. <laughs> I didn't know. So even though I was a believer, I didn't know how to answer him. And it bugged me. It bugged me. Right. And it was that following week that I realized, like, this is, here I am, a believer. I've been a believer for a bunch of years. Right. And I don't know why I believe what I believe. <laughs> it, it drove me to, to God's word. And I realized I need to know for myself. Yeah. And so, you know, I, and, and that was a wonderful thing to whet my appetite to, to know yeah. God's word. And I think that's, that's the story of probably many people who are in the church uh, today as well. And so what would you say would be the key components now? Uh, when you're when you're trying to share gospel truth, what what are the key things that you now understand that you can articulate, and uh, how did well, that come about? Uh, I know in in my development of my uh, strengthening my faith, to understand the the deity of Christ, that's huge. Like the one who made the sun, the moon, the stars, the whole world, the Creator, He came in person. Colossians one fifteen sixteen says He, that's Jesus Christ, is the image of the invisible God. For by Him all things were created. So to, to understand that that that. You know, the deity of Christ, the bodily resurrection, not just a, a spiritual... No, it's got to be a bodily resurrection. Uh, like the one who, who died, rose again bodily. That means he is able to, to, to uh, uh, conquer sin, death, and hell. Right. You know? And so bodily resurrection, the, the hope of eternal life, those are key things. Uh, a, a real heaven, a real hell... Uh, those are key things. But the deity of Christ is a big one. Bodily resurrection, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So there's all kinds of details, of course, of the gospel. And, and, and people go to school and study theology. <laughs> right. and, and you can get very, very detailed. But the basics, that's what we want to communicate initially to people. right? The basics yep. are so important. Now, you, were, uh, you related to me a story just a few days ago of a young man who uh, you, were, you were talking with, talking with him. He was, he was open to receiving Christ. He mm -hmm. did that. He, he prayed the, the sinner's prayer. Yep. What happened next? Well, this blew me out of the water. I mean, I was new, brand new to evangelism. And I, yeah. I, if I want to encourage folks that, you know what, uh, 
it doesn't matter if you make a mistake. The, you know, the Lord, you know, if, if we uh, uh, say, Lord, uh, with humility, Lord, help me to, to be used by you. Uh, the Lord allows situations to happen so we can learn. So if you make a mistake, uh, don't, don't quit. Just say, Lord, help me to learn from this. And, I, you know, after all these years, I still second guess. It's like, oh, maybe I should have said this with this person. But these are opportunities sure. for growth. Yeah. And so anyways, this guy prayed to receive Christ, and I welcomed him to the family of God. I gave him a firm handshake, you know, wonderful, <laughs> and pat in the back and all that. And then, uh, well, what guys do, they, they ask, what do you do for a living? And I said, right. well, I'm a high school chemistry teacher, biology teacher. And, and then, then he just flipped. He said, you're a, a science teacher? Do you believe in God? <laughs> well, well, yeah. Well, I don't. Well, the guy was an, an engineering student at the University of Ottawa. And I just, it threw me. It's like, well, you just prayed to receive Christ. It, so he met, there was a disconnect. Right. So, and, and it wasn't like I did anything wrong. Like he genuinely listened to the presentation, but it, it was, a, it was a, a realization that a lot of people, a uh, majority of people do not have Sunday school background. They don't understand who, who God is. Right. And so somehow he, he missed the point. And then I realized I needed to make sure that he understood who Christ was. What wasn't just a nice guy from Palestine who loves every? Well, I mean, yeah. he loves everyone. Uh, he probably needed to know that he was a sinner too. Absolutely, that would, that would be. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I mentioned that, but somehow there, there, there was, it was a disconnect. Clearly, there, absolutely, and it, and it came to the forefront when you mentioned you were a science teacher. Right. Now, absolutely. what are some of the objections that you get? You're out there speaking with people. Uh, um, well, I'll start with a, a gospel presentation. It's not like I always start with. Uh, I'll, I'll talk about sometimes general principles of design. You know, design speaks of a designer, and and where did the pen and the watch come from, and so on. But often I'll start with just a pure gospel presentation, and then if people uh, come by with objections like, oh, well, you know, my science prof said this and science has shown that there is no God. Well, you know what? I, I'm, I've got a couple degrees in science and I, I, I disagree. And I'm, there are hundreds of scientists, PhD, that, that do not believe evolution whatsoever. Mm. So it, it comes up. Uh, and how, we, common, how commonly does it come up? Is oh, it I would say every, uh, well, for, for every time I'm out there, uh, every week, for, you know, uh, probably uh, two out of every four conversations like yeah. I'm ballparking. But, so it is yeah. a very frequent thing because the kids are taught ever since they're this high in the school system, you know, uh, science has shown evolution is true. I mean, that's not true, but, you know, there is no God. You came from apes. And by the time someone's 18 or this high, whatever comes first, yeah. they, they, they believe the lie because they haven't been exposed to anything else. Yeah, yeah well, I, I've, I've found it too. I mean, I've been out on uh, street teams with Corey McKenna. We've had Corey on, yes. on the show before. Yeah. He's a, he does similar uh, okay. work as you. and. And uh, I can remember uh, just recently, actually, we were out, and uh, one of the fellows shared the gospel with this this guy. He started talking to him about uh, Jesus and so on, and, and he just, you know, he kind of put his hands like this, and he cocked his head, and 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 after, you know, he told him about about uh, the gospel, he said, "Okay, what do you guys believe about dinosaurs?" <laughs> and, yeah. and it was like it was like, "Okay, I'm I'm going to let you talk, but now now I want to know about dinosaurs. I want to yeah. know about this yeah. this yeah. real world thing. There, there's fossils, there's dinosaurs. How does it relate yeah. to what you're talking to me about? If a you God can't explain and, it, then I'm not going to buy the stuff yeah. that you just talked about. So, so yeah, more or less. So the yeah. science yeah. topics is, come is up crucial. Um, all yeah. of our, I mean, we're in in uh, 34 countries, and we've got 250 over uh, of us evangelists across the world, and. We all understand that Genesis is meant to be taken as literal history, and it's key to evangelism. Right. It's a foundational topic from, from which comes a lot of the key understandings of sin and, and, and salvation, like what we're saved from. And all this is tied in with the first 11 chapters of Genesis. It's crucial. Yeah. In the Western world, most people have been exposed to evolution. 
Absolutely. the concept of millions of years, and, and uh, often people equate that with atheism because they think, well, if we have mm-hmm. a way of explaining everything without God, you don't need God, and so that yeah, kind of gets sure. in there. And so obviously, I mean, you're going to share the gospel, it's the same gospel, sure. but you must modify how you approach different audiences. So could you sure. share with us uh, how, how you well, do that here in Canada? Sure. Well, like when I, I used to do some 30 schools per year, uh, speaking in public high schools as a, a guest speaker uh, who used to be a high school teacher and, and who does who believes the Bible and doesn't right. believe in evolution anymore. And so I bring in my props, like my, my fossils and so on. Right. And, uh, and then, and, you know, this one was from a pine cone, a pine cone from a, one of those old California redwoods that are a right. few thousand years old. And we know from, from uh, the genealogies that Noah's flood was a few thousand, you know, was, you know, some 4,000 thereabouts uh, uh, years ago. So basically everything had to start over from seed. And so th- these things give credibility to, to the, the biblical account. Right. And so when I'm speaking at a science class, I bring in some of my props. If I'm uh, speaking at a world religions class on, you know, uh, Henry, the token missionary, Christian missionary, <laughs> then I'll yeah. still bring in some yeah. of these because the question will, it will come up because it does. Right. You know, why, why do you believe the Bible is true? Well, the, the, this topic has, has bearing on that, on, you know. Right. Um, so yeah, you modify it. And then if I, for my outreaches uh, in the open air, I mean, if I'm in a, a more Jewish area, then I, I bring in some of my props, you know, uh, fulfilled prophecies about Christ, you know, and I have some of these and I go through that with them. And, and uh, you know, if I'm in a more uh, uh, a teen hangout area uh, type of town, then I'll, I'll, I'll talk about, you know, and there's obviously, they got some issues with substance abuse to talk about how Jesus Christ <laughs> came to set us free. And so right. we're all about props, you know, and because and, uh, it, 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 people aren't necessarily going to stop and listen to someone talking. And so depending on, on uh, where, where you are in the audience, you do modify it. Right. Uh, I mean, the gospel is still a gospel, but a lot of the topics today, people are asking, you know, what if heaven is real? This is McLean's magazine. I mean, right. And so then yeah. it's like, well, what, what if it is? Like, you know, 79% of Canadians or, or some high percentage uh, feel that there is a, a, a heaven. Or an afterlife. Or an afterlife. Yeah. Well, actually, they, they, like, they, they say heaven. But, uh, I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, and so, but, so, so this is an opener. I'm not buying everything in that article, but yeah. I'm just saying it's, it's, it's tremendous. But you're using it as a springboard. Yeah. Absolutely. That's the same thing that the apostles did, right? You're just yeah. using a biblical approach. The apostle yeah. Paul in Acts 17, when he went to the Epicureans and the Stoics there, uh, they had no understanding of right. why someone who died via Roman crucifixion on the other side yeah. of the Mediterranean has any effect yes. on their afterlife, <laughs> a lot like people in Western nations today. Absolutely. So you come in, you know the mindset of, the, sure. of your audience, and you modify the presentation. Not that the gospel, the information in the gospel can't be modified. Right. That needs to be delivered in the same way. But to get the people to understand that information, like the Apostle Paul, sure. you give them a historical background for it. So, yeah. Yes, and also in that same passage, incidentally, in Acts 17, when Paul got to the resurrection, he, he started with the Creator. There, there was someone who made everything, and uh, and then you know when he got to the to Jesus and the resurrection, there were three responses. Yeah. Some mocked, and some were ambivalent, and then some believed. Yes. And so when yeah. sometimes when people think, oh, there's opposition to what you're saying, <laughs> you must do something wrong. But no, the, uh, Paul is one of the greatest missionaries of Christianity, yes. my opinion. Yeah. Bible doesn't say that, my opinion. Yeah. Sure. And, and and so if he had three responses are we shocked that there are still three responses? And yeah. we still have that today. And one of the guys uh, in, the, in the 20 years I've been doing this, that one guy that had the worst, uh, he was our worst heckler, our worst guy. Uh, you know, people who are, uh, give objections, they don't necessarily always stay objectors. Uh, this guy, Alan, he uh, eventually, after several months, 
became a Christian. <laughs> and he, he was for several years yeah. the, the head of the Voice of the Martyrs Christian Mission. Wow. So, I remember when, when you were speaking years ago, uh, uh, back in the early days of the Canadian ministry here, there was a guy who, who uh, uh, stood up during your presentation right at the beginning and, and started saying all kinds of things, and you, you calmed him down and sat down. You sat down. You know, I might answer some of your questions during this talk. And then he was quiet for the rest of it. And afterwards, he came out to the book table where I was, and he bought the huge, like the mega pack <laughs> yeah. books and DVDs. That it's amazing yeah. the responses that you get. You, you have a bunch of uh, a bunch of tools and props that you use here in in your evangelism, and of course, we encourage people to use tools like Creation Magazine. Mm -hmm. Hand that to somebody, and you, you hand out tracts uh -huh. that has the gospel message on. That's a great tool mm -hmm. that you can use if mm -hmm. you're not, you know, totally up on all the points of the sure, gospel message. Sure. Use these tools. And, uh, and equipping things. What other tools can people use? Sure. Well, I use different tools for different situations. So for one part right. of our ministry, we do open air, but not everyone's going to feel comfortable with doing that. They've got some bad stereotypes they may have had with, uh, you know, from seeing that in, in different countries or whatnot. And so we understand that. And so when we're, we encourage people, in fact, uh, the whole purpose of our open air is to get to the one-on-one. -on -one. So we encourage people to do one-on-one. Okay. -on -one. That, that has been always very effective. I mean, when I do neighborhood evangelism in my own neighborhood and, uh, and so on, I, uh, I, and in fact, I encourage all Christians just to, to put their mugshot on a, piece, uh, on a, on a, a card, uh, kind of a business card or a, biz, uh, a bigger one, and put your testimony, why you decided to put your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Put some websites on the back uh, that have been helpful to you and how to come to Christ and some contact information. <laughs> And this has been, I've gotten so much mileage from this. So you've got your family on I've there. got my family. And Everyone to, wants to talk about kids. Yeah, hey, how okay. many kids do you have? Yeah. We talked about, like I yeah. asked you today, hey, how many right. kids do you have and whatnot? And, and, uh, and so then it's, it's a natural opener. So, hey, you want to see my family? And, hey, yeah, by the way, yeah, this is my family and so on. And, and you can have this. It's a yeah. free postcard, you know. And, and this is all, by the way, I also put on here why we decided to put our faith in, in Jesus Christ 20 years ago. I mean, it revolutionized our life, marriage, and how we raise our eight kids. You know, okay. something like that. Conversation yeah. starter, a little tool for evangelism. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there are others, you know. Uh, uh, we've got the, the one, the Jesus uh, film in multi-language yes. DVD. Yeah. Tremendous, and it's in all the different languages, and it's something you can pass to your friends and neighbors or have a showing. Uh, you know, we ha encourage people to have backyard barbecues. Awesome in the summer. And then you invite some friends and neighbors. Like if you're, if you're new to the neighborhood, don't count on people inviting you over. So why don't you put the first foot forward? Right. And it's just part of hospitality. Maybe not on the first uh, time, but the second time or whatever. Just say, hey, we're showing this or we're having a Bible study in our home or whatnot. And uh, uh, so this is a tremendous tool. Yeah, um, right. You know, we've got some of these gospel tracts. My wife came to know uh, the Lord through a gospel tract when she was 19, and someone gave it to her, a friend gave it to her, and she was like, what's that? And a very negative response my wife had. She put it in her purse, threw it in her junk drawer, and three months later, her mom was diagnosed with terminal cancer, and she remembered her friend gave her that tract. Wow. And then she took it out of the, the, her junk drawer three months after getting it and read, read it and made sense. The Lord was opening her heart by His Spirit. And it's for spiritual help, please phone Metropolitan Bible Church. She phoned. She said, hey, may I speak to a priest? Well, no priest to be found there. And uh, she said, I, I want to be, uh, be a Christian. Well, the pastor thought it was a joke. So he said, well, come on in and I'll give you a Bible. He gave her a Bible and said, if you're really serious, I don't know how much more serious you'd be, but <laughs> if you're really serious, read the book of John. She read it that night. And she phoned the next day and said, I read it. It made sense. I want to be a Christian. Wow. So then he Wonderful. led her to the yeah. Lord. And All from one track. From one track. Yeah. <laughs> So don't be concerned about people's facial expression because that's not indicative of what's going on in the heart. Sure. Yeah. And at this all, evangelism has to be couched in love. 
If you don't love people, if you don't love them, just presenting hard truth and here you go, that angry approach just doesn't fly. Right. People yeah. need to, be, to know that they're loved and cared for. We've been talking to open-air evangelist Henry Drews. Now, Henry, when people hear that term open-air, of course, yeah. that, that means you're out in the open and you're preaching the gospel. Right. And honestly, many people, that's totally radical. That's <laughs> le- like you're, you're like at the extreme end, right? And, and right. many people, mind, even, even people in the church, they're looking at you going, I could never do that. Yeah. That's, but that's not what, what you're all about, right? right. You're, you're about teaching people how to share the gospel one-on-one as well. Absolutely. We, yeah. do, we do training seminars in churches. In fact, we encourage, evangelism is a natural uh, byproduct of, 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 of the church. I right. mean, it's, it's a nat- natural outflowing of the church. Uh, a lot of churches, evangelical churches, are doing it, a lot are not. Right. And so we want to equip those. Uh, you know, if your church has, uh, encourage people to join their, you know, various evangelism programs, like we're, my wife and I are leading our, starting a VBS at our church and so on. So we encourage people to do those things. But if your church doesn't have a training program, hey, we'll train you. And, and we offer training programs at churches and right. at uh, several Bible colleges like Moody Bible Institute, Prairie Bible, for years on how to share your faith, not just yeah. in the open air. but So we give tools. And so this is a wonderful training ground to do it. We're not asking someone to stand in a soapbox, and, and, and we don't do that method anyway. But we uh, want people to get comfortable putting uh, uh, feet to their faith. Right. And uh, it's important. Uh, in, in a sense, to normalize sharing the gospel. Because I think a right. lot of Christians yeah. are just like, oh, you know, it's this, it's it's this scary normal. thing. Yeah, yeah it's not yeah. normal. <laughs> but it's interesting. On our board of directors, we, uh, for years, we used to have uh, like people from different denominations. Even we had one guy, he was uh, uh, with the, the church army. Not the Salvation Army, but the church army, which is the evangelistic arm of the Anglican church. And you don't think of the Anglican church as being very <laughs> evangelical. Yeah. But they yeah. used to do open air, and, and, and many church denominations did, but not anymore. Right. So something happened, you know, uh, there's a lot of different factors there, but uh, I mean, we encourage people, come out, not once, come three times, and they'll see, we've got a Bible book table with the word free, they'll see Hindus and Muslims just come by, grab a Bible, put it under their loose-fitting clothing, I tell you, they will see, if you'll come three times, <laughs> if you come once, that'll be the time it'll be raining, you know, or, or, <laughs> oh, yeah, right. but so we say, come three times, you will see the Lord at work, it's His heartbeat, He wants people to come to know Him right. in a real way, and so we're, we're being the, the uh, sort of the extension of the church in just one method. The, or there's a hundred different ways to reach people. And this you, is just you, one You'll method. have people come out and, and they won't share tracts or, or, or preach the gospel, but they'll be praying. They'll see people, they'll be praying, right? Like there's a whole support group. What you did, your, your testimony about how you came out for six months and you were just kind of yeah. the sandwich we've got, board guy. <laughs> we've, that's, that's it. We've got one guy in Ottawa. He has helped our ministry our, with our Ottawa evangelist for 35 years. He doesn't do any of the preaching. He likes being part of the crowd, part of the, and, and he'll uh, hand out, like he's a Gideon, so he'll hand out some Gideon Bibles if people are asking. So, but he's just content in that role. He loves yeah. it, and we're appreciative for him. Right. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, it's been great having you on the Thanks show. For um, being here, Henry. If you want a free copy of Creation Magazine, we talked about it as a tool for evangelism, go to creation.com slash free mag to get your free copy, and we'll see you next week. Creation Magazine Live is a production of Creation Ministries International, the publisher of Creation Magazine and the minds behind creation.com. If you want to chip in to support our ministry, go to creation.com slash donate. And thanks for listening.